You're listening to Retail Refined, a market scale podcast with me, Melissa Gonzalez. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Retail Refined, a market scale podcast hosted by me, Melissa Gonzalez. Today, I'm excited to share that we have Peter Zaytujan with us. He is the Senior Vice President of Consumer Products at the U.S. Olympics and Paralympic Properties. He is a veteran consumer marketing executive known for developing global commercial business strategies, especially as they relate to consumer products and marketing activities. Since joining the U.S. Olympic and Paralympic Properties team in 2018, Peter has been tasked with developing a 10-year consumer product business that will support and enhance Team USA and LA28. As the mastermind behind the past five editions of U.S. House at both Winter and Summer Olympic Games, Peter will also spearhead all commercial hospitality and events. We have a lot to talk about, Peter. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm really excited to dig in. I mean, not only what you're doing with uh, Team USA and LA28, I mean, even and even before this, prior to joining this, um, you were a director of business and in- innovation and marketing for the National Football League and retail analyst for Nautica. Um, so I'm yeah. pretty confident we're going to have a pretty deep conversation. Um, but before we go into that, I'd love for you to tell the audience a little bit more about your current role. Sure. So I, as you mentioned, I work for U.S. Olympic and Paralympic Properties. Uh, and my specific role is to oversee all consumer products as it relates to both Team USA and LA 2028 um, uh, for both athlete, retail, e-commerce, um, and, and the marketing of that as well. Well, that's interesting seat you sit in because it's not just thinking of today, it's thinking of the trajectory of LA 28, right, as you're developing your strategy. And one of the things that, you know, that encompasses is, is kind of how you span generations. And I would love to talk a little bit about how you're working to build a relationship with the alpha generation, generation Z, those that were going to be a little bit more grown up to know when LA 28 actually happens in the next seven years. Yeah. So, you know, we have a fairly mature business with Team USA that will continue to grow. You know, we'll be in Tokyo with the team, then Beijing, Paris, Milan, and then obviously Los Angeles. And at the same time, you know, the, you know, the, the youth of today could be competing uh, for Team USA in, in 2028. So, you know, we want to continue to grow the Team USA brand, but also introduce the LA 2028 brand and engage a new um, a new group of fans that have never seen an Olympics on the U.S. soil, which has, from a summer perspective, has not been here since Atlanta. For sure, which is a huge opportunity. It's a huge um, opportunity. Yeah, and I think so much, so much that you can lean in on. With the games plan designed to, to fit the community, tell me how you're thinking about experiences. So we, we offer product lines, you know, as Team USA specifically, you know, we try to appeal to the broadest audience. And so we have products at, you know, a lot of major retailers and, you know, different products and different brands for the different segments of the business. So, you know, there's a different market for um, a Macy's versus an Old Navy versus a Target. So we try to create something specific for those channels to give them all some level of exclusivity. Um, and, and, and to try to capture the, the, the demographics that the, those retailers are trying to hit. So as an example, we partnered with Sanrio and did a, a program for this coming summer for Tokyo with 
specifically the Hello Kitty and Team USA brand for uh, girls, which you know is a big market for us, which is unique to sports, uh, which is very different than what we do with um, you know other retailers, specifically like Ralph Lauren and Macy's, which is a more um, traditional um, red, white, and blue product line. I think it's an interesting time as a whole when we think of partnerships, right? You said Hello Kitty, you know, would wouldn't be traditional for you guys. And I, I'm even looking, you know, across like other retailers, you've seen partnerships come out with Nordstrom and brands you wouldn't expect and um, Target and brands you wouldn't expect. So how how are you thinking about reimagining what revenue models can look like to create a win-win experience for the movement and partners? Yeah, so what we try to do is, you know, try to, look at our fans, look at our athletes, and then um, try to marry that up with the different retailers out there. You know, the U.S. has a lot of retailers still, and everyone's looking for something different. So how do we bring a different product line and a different aesthetic that still ties to the brand, but gives everyone something unique to market to? So we have big deals, small deals, you know, we do niche product for, um, you know, smaller accounts, you know, we don't have everything doesn't go into a national account. So we can do more regional things. And, you know, in in, in those type of instances, that's where the LA brand can start to to take hold is, you know, that will start in the LA community and then over the, over the course of the term will expand to become a national platform. So speaking about LA and, you know, LA is going to be a different kind of games. There's opportunity for brands to be part of unifying spirit and excitement, which I think we need today. And that will probably just continue over those next seven years. So how are you approaching that and making sure that that is integrated into the retail experiences that you're creating for the consumer? Yeah. So what we looked at is we looked at Basically, the two different brands over the eight-year time period know that Team USA will for sure peak in Beijing 2022, Paris 2024, and Milan 2026. And then how do we create differentiated products for Team USA or LA 2028 that's additive to that? So, you know, as an example, we're looking at for 2024, well, we'll be talking about Team USA competing in Paris. It's actually the 40th anniversary of the LA 84 game. So, you know, what can we do with the local community around that old logo to drive some, you know, incremental sales at a couple of niche locations, which we think could be a lot of fun. No, absolutely. Absolutely. You're speaking about being part of Team USA, you know, through the life cycle of them, wherever they're competing. Um, how do you see your importance and the role of partners in supporting athletes and really bringing the games to life? So, you know, different than other sports properties are all of our monies and, and different than any most other Olympic uh, associations or committees. We derive all of our monies from the sale of goods, the sponsorships and the, the broadcast monies we receive from um, NBC. So it's, you know, every dollar we raise goes back to fund the team. And, you know, when you put something on that is, says Team USA, you know, you're supporting our national athletes. 
Right. And in 2019, speaking of media, you signed an agreement with NBC Universal to establish a first of its kind partnership to give brands the ability to connect with audiences through sponsorship, media and activation. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, I could speak a little bit about that. We signed a deal with NBC that would be co-selling the sponsorship categories so that the sponsor at the same time as you're buying the rights from the property holder, which is US OPP, they're also getting their media buy to activate against that sponsorship at the same time, which is very different than what's been done in the past. Yeah. So, I mean, for you, you sit in a place as a senior vice president of consumer products, it's interesting, complex, right? Because you have your partners, your curation of sponsors and licensees who are activating. You have your media strategy. I mean, it's it's omni-channel on a whole different level. So yeah. what are your thoughts on that? How, how do you sit there and plan out this master plan of a multi-prong, multi-channel, you know, consumer retail strategy in terms of partners and, and being digital and physical and bringing it all together? For sure, in this past year, what we've gone through, digital has exploded for us like it has for probably most other brands. We've just made the decision different than past Olympic committees to separate or keep separate Team USA from the LA Games logo to keep those brands unique. So with Team USA, again, continue to grow that with our partners. And then we will look with LA 2028 to grow that in a different way. The brand itself the brand architecture and the logo that our marketing team put together is very different than past organizing committees and, and games. And it's, a, it's much more unique and more personal. And it gives us, from a consumer product standpoint, a different way to grow and think about how to grow that business and create products that are unique. Where Team USA is, um, you know, it's a team logo, so it's a more static looking logo. Yeah, and you launched that logo last year? We launched the, the brand last uh, September for um, LA 2028 for the Olympic Games and the Paralympic Games at the same time. And at the same time, we launched our e-commerce pl- platform, so you know, our digital strategies across everything is tied together. So what have you been most excited about? Where do you feel there's been uh, opportunities, have, you know, launching in a time where you did where it was, Digital is where you lead in. Would you say it's where you've seen the engagement? Is it is it social? Is it you know you're on TikTok? Um, what is, what have been the strong strongest for you guys? Yeah, so we have again we have two we can keep them separate, but we we're we're on every social platform um, with both Team USA and LA 2028, and we work across the digital and marketing teams to make sure that we, we tie together everything that we're doing and try to bring a, you know, a cohesive message to try to attract the biggest fan base. Again, during the Olympics, we peak, but our goal is, you know, we have athletes competing somewhere, somewhere in the world every day. So there's always someone work, you know, competing for Team USA. So there's, there's, it's endless um, opportunities. And how do you think about, I'm just kind of looking at the content and I mean, there's such a strong emotional connection, I think, with the athletes and the achievements that they make. And, you know, how do you think you, what's your approach in tying that together and creating those relationships with your consumers and driving them to be even more impassioned to want to be a part of support and wear the brand? So, I mean, our athletes are amazing and 
they're they're truly in it for the their love of sport and they're they're ambassadors for us as much as they are athletes on the world stage so it's very inspirational and it's it's a it's a different feeling i guess than what you would see on a professional basis because of you know it's it's once every four years for a summer games and a winter game so there's a limited amount of time that, that that an athlete can, you know, really be on the field of play with the Olympics. So to give them that opportunity, give them that 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 voice, is an amazing experience, and it's great that you know we can get the consumer in the U.S. fan to participate in that. It might be early to really know the answer to this question, but part of your role is you'll also be spearheading all commercial hospitality and events. And I know, you know we're unclear when that's going to really pick up in the world, but from a holistic standpoint, how do you see the opportunity of hospitality and retail really supporting and elevating each other? Yeah. So historically what we've done in the host market is which a lot of larger countries do is the operate, operate a hospitality house called USA house. And as part of that, there's a, you know, a store associated to that that's for the, the guests of the property. You know, that obviously will take a little time to come back. Uh, you know, for Tokyo, we're focused on, you know, the athletes and their safety and getting them in the best shape to compete on the world stage. So, you know, hopefully sooner rather than later, right? You know, I don't know the exact time on that. You know, we've got Tokyo this, you know, in two months, and then we've got Beijing six months later. So I would hope by the time we get to Paris that we're up and running again with some amazing, you know, on the ground hospitality and, and, and stores, right? No, absolutely. I mean, I can't wait either. Uh, I think it's gonna it's gonna be interesting because I think we have a lot of pent up demand for all of that. Um, so I'm very optimistic when it you know people feel that validation that it really is safe. I think people are clamoring to to have experiential moments with each other again and those moments of discovery and aha and hospitality and and all of those layers. Um, so I do think it's a big opportunity to weave back into retail. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that will continue to grow and our retailers will, you know, this summer there'll be less, but as we move forward, there'll be more in-store activation as well um, that we had historically done in the past. You know, in this time, it's hard to commit to things like that. Yeah, no, absolutely. Our, how are you seeing when it comes to thinking of retail, we talked about omnichannel and obviously have a robust um, presence on social media. How do you see retail technology being a tool um, for Team USA in connecting with your consumers? What, what, are you, what are you most excited about in this realm? Well, we're looking, you know, it's funny, we're looking at um, 2028 today and what that retail experience will be on site in and around Los Angeles. And, you know, we do have I would say, a, a, I don't want to say a long period of time, but we have a nice period of time to really lay that out differently than it's been done in the past to really create a fan experience and a retail environment that's very different than any other sports that we've seen in the past or very different than the uh, Olympics we've seen in the past. It's almost endless because the technology today, you know, who knows what it's going to be in 2028. But I think it, it's not just technology, it's just how the consumer engages and how we, we get them the product they want 
and what that looks like in 20 years. I, I, don't, I don't know if we have a, it's, it, the world is our oyster right now, I would say, and we're brainstorming and we'll see where it ends up. No, absolutely. I mean, I think it's such an interesting, just if you think about, you know, how we started the conversation, speaking about some of the younger generations who are growing up, you know, watching these teams and then where they'll be, um, you know, seven, eight years from now and the year we just all lived in. I mean, they are like digital natives on another level, right? So right. the way in which they interact with brands and it's so fluid. I mean, I can even, my daughter is, uh, she's going to be six. And like, if somebody calls on the phone and she can't see them, the phone's broken because that's the only way to talk to people is FaceTime, right? So, <laughs> um, yeah. so I, I agree with you. I think it's going to be such a huge opportunity of integration and innovation has been pushed so much forward in this past year due to necessity. We had to adapt and, you know, pick up contactless payments or go to live streaming commerce or flexible fulfillment, curbside, what have you. Um, and I, so I think that there's, um, there's a lot of legs to where this can go. And when I think of, you know, brands like yours and, and the content you have and the engagement that you could push forward with your athletes, I would think there's so much that can happen in that online, offline, just in, if we think of like live stream commerce alone. That's right. And, and, and our event in, in Los Angeles is a little different than uh, other Olympic games in that it's not in one location. There's multiple locations. So how does that work? And you know, what's that flow? And then aside from the merchandise offering, you know, what's the activation and what's the, the technology to get people in and out quicker or, or slower, depending on what they want and how you make that uh, a unique experience? No, for sure. I want to ask you so many questions about the trajectory of your, of your product line, but I don't know where you're able to share yet. Um, is there any sneak peeks? Like, where is it going? You know, I think you have a pretty comprehensive line now, but are there certain aspects um, of retail that you're really excited about as an opportunity going forward? Well, so I think what I think is exciting about um, the, the Team USA business, which will be the same for LA 2020 as it continues to grow is that, you know, we truly do have a product that goes, you know, a good, better, best. And we try to thoughtfully create great product for every channel of distribution, knowing that there's different tiers and price points, but it's fun to see that come together and see the windows come alive and all these retailers supporting their athletes and Team USA around the games, it's, you know, it's our passion and we work hard to bring it to life and, it, and you get to see it come to life. No, absolutely. The other thing that's interesting, you know, that's come in even stronger in this past year, and I think will continue our people's dedication to being fit and wellness. And I think there's a symbolism of that when you watch athletes perform, you know, what do you think about that opportunity with consumers continuing to push in that direction where they care about being fit and working out and, and wellness. Well, absolutely. And I think when you look at the Olympic sports and the Paralympic sports for that matter, in terms of the, the, the diversity of the sports and the athletes that are on the field of play, it's not a single sport game. So you, you've got something that appeals probably to almost everyone, male, female, you know, different age groups, winter sports, summer sports, so I think there's a lot there where, you know, other sports properties represent one 
single sport where this really does encompass probably almost every sport you can think of. Yeah, absolutely. So Peter, tell me how, how you guys think about the opportunities around, there's the big major events, right? But then there's also like trials and opening closing ceremonies. How do you think about the opportunities um, for retail in those moments? Yeah, so what we do for, you know, about your first question, Olympic trials, is that we, from, we look at that as part of the journey to get to the games. So as we sit down with our partners to develop a product line, we look at it from both like an athlete flow and a consumer flow, so that there's a storyline from the first Olympic trials to when the athlete stands up on the medal stand and receives a medal. So, so you, you'll see that flow and that brain grow over time. And we do that for every games. And you know, that, that is a fairly monumental task in that you're trying to address all the different sports, the different body types, and then what eventually will go to retail. Interesting. Well, I think it's great too. You're talking about, you bring up body types and everything. Tell me how you think of, and I mean, being heading up Team USA and then Paralympic Properties as well, your approach to inclusivity um, yeah. when you when you approach your curation uh, of products and the retail standpoint. So from a product development standpoint, we start with the athlete and then we build from there. And then we specifically take into account the needs of our Paralympic athletes and then build back to the Olympic athletes. So we provide uh, product to the Olympic team, the Paralympic team. It's everyone gets the exact same amount of goods, but it's designed from a Paralympic standpoint and then built back uh, to make sure that it, it, it services the needs of everyone. And then when you get to the design, you know, we have partners in Nike and Brown Horn and they both put their spin and design aesthetic to that look and it's a very heavily thought out process to make sure that we're addressing and we're meeting the needs of the athlete but we're providing something that's different and unique for every single games that makes a lot of sense well i've been scrolling the site as we've been talking <laughs> and i'm mm -hmm. eyeing a few things uh i'm eyeing a few things for myself but as i mentioned really in the conversation i mean i I'm really excited for the opportunity that Team USA and LA28 has, especially where, you know, there's a tremendous opportunity to be part of a unifying spirit and excitement. And I think that's a such a an important such an important thing to kind of bring forward in in our country, not only today, but in the in you know, in the next seven or eight years. So I think you have a lot of exciting times ahead and um, I'm excited to continue to watch what partnerships you you unveil and announce because I know you can't share that with us on the call on, on this recording. But I think it's great the creative approach that you guys are taking and thinking about what revenue models could look like and how you you know can be creative of how it's it's a win for the movement and for partners. Um, and I think that it's a really exciting you know roadmap you have and and building relationships with younger generations and how they're gonna grow with you guys in the next seven years um, for when LA 28 really kicks off. What seems like uh, far away from now, but really isn't that far at all. It goes by very quickly. 
it goes by very quickly for sure. Well, thank you so much for, for being on with us today and sharing insights and, and your approach to, to curation and consumer products for the U.S. Olympic and Paralympic properties. Everybody, again, this was Peter Thetujin. Really appreciate you spending time with us. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.